You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What is up, punters and dribblers? Welcome back to another episode of the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Now, quickly, before we get into anything else, because there's more important, well, there's more important things to get to, but I don't want to get this out of the way. Shout out to every motherfucker who got on the big day rosé. Oh, yeah. Uh, sold out in 26 yeah. minutes. There will be more coming. Not next that long. Month. No. Well, yes. yeah, next month. Next but month. but I would I'd say it more like a couple, couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Because that sounds way better. Well, it does. Because next month's like, well, how long is that? Yeah, exactly. That's that like, could be ages. Well, that could be months away. Well, it could be like, you know, if, if, it was to, if it was the start of the month and I said next month, it could be like well, up to eight weeks. It's misleading. Very. As opposed to me telling the punter and the dribbler, how's a couple of weeks sound? Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. 26 minutes, all sold out. Couple of weeks, coming back. Thank you very much. Also, Eddie, uh, for those of you living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, um, we are in camp at the moment for the World Podcast Championships, and there may be some T-shirts going on sale, and by May, I mean 100% there are. This Thursday, 6 p.m., bloke.com. Bloke.shop. Bloke.shop. We'll also have a link on our website. Go onto the bloke website just in case yep. you get a little confused. Yep. This is the DMP drop for 2023. Make smart decisions. Make smart decisions. Tom and I will be off to represent the nation yep. at the World Podcast Championships this Wednesday. Yep. Which, Wish us luck. Listen, what we do promise is that we will have a a much better crack than the Wallabies. Now, that's not an attack. I feel bad for the young players. Listen, it's not an attack, but, but you know we're born God. winners. My God. You know we're born winners. Did I win the Jeff Athletic competition? Sure. Yes, you did. Am I going to win buddy. Am I going to win this? Yeah, I am. Yeah, we are. I don't lose punters and dribblers. No. Know that. So know that you're going to have pure, honest, true representation this Wednesday at the World Podcast Championships, unlike the Wallabies. Not a dig. Not a dig, just It can't truth. be a dig if it's true. No. How can one dig if it's true? It's grand final week, and we are hot and horny for rugby league football and grand finals, but you can't walk past a fiery fucking Listen. inferno bin fire crash on the side of the highway, which is rugby union at the moment, which is the Wallabies 2023 World Cup campaign, which is Eddie Jones, which is a record loss to Wales, which is out in the pool stages for the first time in the history of the competition, Eddie. You can't walk past that. If you're on your way out to a course stadium in the car, unfortunate for you, in the car this Sunday, predicted to be 34. No, this isn't a drill. Predicted to be yeah. 34. Yeah. If you were to drive out there and on the side of the road, a crash of epic proportions had unfolded, you do not just drive past it. You stop. You stop. And at the very least, look. And you put your good Samaritan hat on and you do your best. Or you what, slow or, down and watch. Exactly. Or you slow down and watch. In this case, Tom and I will not be hopping out of the car to help. No, no, we're slowing down and watching. We'll be slowing down to watch and observing what we see. Making a couple of comments. What I see, unfortunately, is a wallaby that's been hit by a road train and it's now on fire. I don't know why it's on well, fire, well, but it no, is. No, no, no. It was hit so hard Did it- that it went poof. And, and I think also when it skid across the road, it like friction. Well, that's exactly right, Tom. It's straight up and down friction. Yeah. Friction was so hot and heavy. The caught on fire. Caught on fire. Yeah. Now she burning. 
oh, she burned it. We got a smoldering wallaby on the side of the road. We're driving past. We're looking at it. We're yep. going, geez, that wallaby doesn't look too good. It's got a beret on. Had had the it. Well, on. the beret smoldering. Well, actually, well. the beret's still on the head. Head's been yeah. removed from the body. Exactly, just rolled down the yeah, yeah. Um, rolled straight down. a little bit further. It's That's not right. on fire, but you know what we will do? We'll we'll drive past with maybe an old newspaper. We'll ignite the newspaper, and then as we continue on, we'll set the head on fire just so we can burn it all. Now, obviously, Tom and I, we're historically, big Wallabies guys. I've not, been a huge Wallabies rugby union fan since I was a child. But the self-confessed rugby union dribbler, John Ogilvie, Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Johnny Ogilvie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where Johnny's at. This will go down as one of the worst decisions in Australian sport. His discard of veterans and leaders picked players who either had no right being there or clearly weren't 100% and flogged them into the ground at a time when they needed to be managed. He has abused journos for doing their job, gone through assistant coaches like dribblers go through Big Day Rose 8. That is true. That is true. And repeatedly made outlandish comments that seem all the more delusional whenever you read them back. He can say whatever he wants. The reality is his coaching record of Australia is now 2-15 and 15 if you include 2005. So he's taken 2005, the last year in charge, 2003. I, don't I think that's that. a little misleading. That's, that's Johnny, no, no. you're going back to but Johnny's the Tigers pissed off. were good. Johnny's pissed off. Yeah, Johnny's pissed off. Johnny's annoyed. Yeah. That's the most rugby union thing ever. Though. Johnny's annoyed. Record back first time years. not waking the quarters. Worst ever World Cup loss. First World Cup loss to Fiji. Well, for worst ever World Cup loss. Yeah. Wow. It's not all his fault. He can only do what he can with what he's got. The players in public have been let down by the powers of B, but this yep. rant isn't about the RM wearing cunts in whatever Sydney suburb they operate in. That's for another day. This is about, the, this is about him. To paraphrase one of my favourite minor characters from HBO's Succession, you're a clumsy interloper and no one trusts you. The only people still pulling for you will soon be dead and now you're just some guy who did some shit for some other countries and they don't even like you. Self uppercut soon. Okay. That's yeah. the sentiment out there, punters yeah. and dribblers. And that's coming from rusted on rugby union fans who finally, Tom, who finally yeah. see the forest from the trees. Yeah. It's like it's been Stockholm syndrome for rugby fans. The, again, shout out you to You just hate the game. You just hate it. Shout out to the rugby chat group I'm in. Well, that's it's, it's rugby centric teammates. And it's just been Name them. No, but just watching them. Watching them just combust and melt, and now they're like agreeing with David Campisi and shit. Like David Campisi was like, is one of like those guys where everyone's like, oh, roll your eyes. Campo said something, well, but yeah, I think I th he's I think now like now people are like, oh, I mean, listen, he might still be a bit of a fucking gawp, but he is a gawp. You that's know, right. you know how bad things are when he's actually making good points. Listen, Campo's done a lot for the game, scored a lot of tries, and most ever, I believe. This is an anti-Campo as a player. It's just like you 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 hear stories about Campo post career, like post career post player Campo rubs exactly right. Rubs people up the wrong way. Civilian Campo, that's right. But guess what, punters and dribblers, civilian Campo is correct. Yep. Now he wants an inquiry into the RM Williams bourgeoisie, the elite. You know. The kick, 1%. The kickback club. The kickback club, the Rack and Rose, the Mr. Wong's crew. Yeah. The LLs, the, the long lunches, though. The LLs. Uh, he wants an inquiry into them. He's like, grassroots rugby ain't that bad. Like he's saying, obviously, everyone's always like, you got to invest more in grassroots. He's like, yeah, you do. And again, this is Campo saying it, so grain of salt stuff. Yep. But he's like, or a rock. Or what, exactly, a big rock of, yeah, uh, a fucking eight ball of salt. <laughs> 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 he has. 
said like grassroots isn't great, but it's not like it's bad. It's like there's mismanagement the whole way through. Yep. And there needs to be a Jeff Tuvey level investigation, maybe Ooh, even a royal commission. Oh, an, an RC? Yeah. That's a good way to spend fucking government funds, yes. I reckon. Exactly. Let's just tax, tax the rich, as David say, and let's get an RC going. Royal, royal commission. commission into the state of rugby union in Australia. It's, I tell you what, Tom, fair income, like truth on the table sort of stuff. I'm not ruling out an RC. No. What else would you do? Yeah. How else would you get to the truth? I don't know. Honestly, you'd have to – I tell you, you could trick them all. You could say you send out a really nice invite, right, like wax sort of seal sort of stuff, right, yep. you know, nice lettering and yep. embossed, whatever the hell that shit is, yeah. right? You do that. You send it out to all the bigwigs, Mr. Wong's, one thirty till late, yep. right? Clear the schedule. Yep. So you send them that. You get them all down to Mr. Wong's. What we've done is we've gone and spoken to Justin Hemmies. Bug the room. Of Maryvale fame. No, what we do is – we get in there and we have journos fill the room. Maybe we have some other people, like some high-powered lawyers, although they're probably their friends, so maybe we need to find someone else. As soon as they all come in, we fucking lock the doors and then we basically don't let them out until they tell us what's going on or we set the place on fire. So it's sort of like when they lock the cardinals in a room for ages and they're like, you're not getting out till you come up with a new pope. Yeah. Except... Instead of that, we want to. We want you to come up with what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I also don't mind bugging the room, getting the boys a little lickered up, getting them a little charled up potentially. Yeah, look, I actually, to be honest, hearing that that might be better than just threatening to kill them. All. Well, because they're just going to go internal and they're going to lawyer up. That's, True. You know what I mean? We don't live lawyer. in North Korea as the, as much as Dave wishes we did. We don't live there. No. And so you're just going to lawyer up. There's a legal process and they're going to go quiet and they're not going to say a fucking red word. Red tape, red tape, red, red tape. Red tape, red tape, red tape, red tape. Nothing to see here, not speaking. See you in court, motherfucker. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas my idea, Tom, a little more like thief in the night, yeah. get the boys talking. Yeah, get them chit-chatting. Get them chit-chatting. Cutler rippers in there. Yeah, why not? Get the boys loose. Yeah. Well, I mean, they pr listen. The, the reality would be that finest down there, the mate. reality is that they would have booked them in before we even had a chance to. As soon as they heard that this thing was on, it's yep. like they would have already. Yeah, they've got them on speed dial, right? So, okay, I like that. So we bug the room. We get them in there. We get them to we get them to spill the beans. Get them to squeal. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yep. Get a private room there. Little bit of no cameras in here. Wink, wink. Yeah, sort yeah. of situation. Yeah. yeah. Liquor the boys up. Do whatever you want. Wink, wink. Few rippers from Twin Peaks in there. Thanks for coming. Few. <laughs> Everyone on their books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need to clear the decks. Yeah. Now, I think then you start to get answers, Tom, about what the hell's gone wrong. Yeah. There's been investigations before. The Australian, I believe, tr did a a podcast about where all the money went after well, 2003. They, they, I think they had a clip from our chat with Angus Crichton in there actually. Well, well. they did, Tom. So, yeah. <laughs> but listen, unless it's Headley Thomas doing it, you're probably not going to fucking get to the bottom of it. And even Headley didn't get to the bottom of it, but at least he got them put in jail. So we do probably need someone like well, Headley, real Headley, high-powered Headley Thomas serial sort of shit. Like. Yeah, but Headley – I want teachers pet Headley Thomas who got results. Yes. Not – Bathurst murder Headley Thomas where he got nothing. No, no, he got no results. Zero results. No, no, it's got to be... In fact, you finished the end of the podcast series and you go, I'm further away now than I ever was. 
So I don't want that Headley. No, no, we need teachers Pat Headley. Good Headley. Yeah. Results Headley. Nice, good Headley, which is what they're probably wanting at the lunch. Great Headley. Yeah. Anyway, so that's something to look into. Sonny Bill Williams fucking eviscerated um, Eddie Jones on Stan. What did he say? SP Can we dub? get that up, yeah. Dave? Have I'll need got, to see that. It's, it's a saved video on HSP's Instagram. I'll need to see that yep. immediately. He has a red-hot crack. Basically, and Sonny, I will allow him to speak in a moment as Dave gets it up, but basically just speaking to like how... All the like just selections basically. Like and no disrespect to um the guy who was captaining the Wallabies today. But like and I'm not saying like this is not about him, but I've never heard of him in my life. Never. Except for last game. Because I think he's captained two games that David Porecki or something. David Porecki? Porecki. Like and did it's he, not did on, he captain the last game? Yeah, I think he might have. But right. like that was it, right? And you had Will Skelton, but then he was injured. Fucking uh, that Tate McDermott, Andrew Tate McDermott, he was there and he got injured. Oh, it's just, uh, it's been an absolute just train wreck shit show. It's been disgraceful. It's been uh, it's been absolutely appalling. We lost to Fiji. Oi, stop talking about rugby, mate. You don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'll tell you what I do know, bro. I'll tell you what I do know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I fucking know. I know that almost every single one of my mates used to at some point watch Rugby Union and now none of them do, except I could count on three hands. Yeah. Every single one of my mates used to put, support the Brumbies or the Waratahs yep. and now none of them do. Used to know every fucking player in every team. I used to be able to name so don't, you. So don't fucking, oh, you, you hate rugby. No, 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 no. 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 Stop the bullshit, yeah. mate. No one fucking gives a shit anymore and i tell you why. Because it's not our fault. Because the domestic competition is an absolute shit show. South Africa will like get us the fuck out of here. New Zealand will do the same. It'll go back to a domestic comp in Australia only that is marginally better that than the shoot shield. But that less people will watch. That less people will watch. Like, and you at the same time maintain this dis- this completely out of touch policy of like, we're only picking players that have played in the domestic comp unless you play for the Wallabies X amount of games. Are you taking crazy pills, bruh? Yeah. Could you imagine if we did the same thing in soccer? Yeah. And we're like, you know what? Or oh, you play for Man City, do you? Sorry, bruh, you're not getting picked. Yeah. What are you on about, mate? What are you fucking talking about? Do you want rugby league to just walk in and buy up every single last piece of talent? Is that what you want? Well, that's what because because you're basically disincentivizing people from going over that rich European money yeah. with also a nice character playing for the Wallabies. No, nah, sorry, bro, you got to you got to play for the Waratahs against the Force in front of a hundred people every weekend. What yeah. are we Subiaco Oval? What like it's also though, mad, and I, then you're oh, defending you're defending the domestic comp. The domestic comp's been in the decline for twenty years. Yeah, because what are we talking about? But also because that like I don't understand like the way they talk about like oh you're gonna get poach rugby league players. It's like listen. You're poaching whoever the fucking best players are. You should absolutely be doing that, not just every four years when there's a World Cup coming around. You should have, like, a, a targeted approach going, we want to get the best players possible yep. playing rugby union. Yep. That's what it is. And if you've got these guys that are weapons and they're younger, find money for them. Yep. 
seriously. And if you don't have it, come up with some sort of like brother. You know, like you know those sister cities. Yeah. Like Dubbo is like a sister city in China. I don't know what it gets me, Tom. Dubbo's sister city in China. There's like a sister city in China, but like, is there it, actually? Yeah, it's something. Like, can you look that up? It's it's not. It's in Asia somewhere, I think. Dubbo has a sister city in China. Yeah. Or Japan. Uh so Dubbo has sister <laughs> cities with. Two international cities, yep. uh, Mino, Minokamo in Japan, okay, Japan. and Jiang in China, there as well as Newcastle in New South Wales. There you go. So you're saying like... Send I, I love that the rest of us going to, uh, to Newcastle because it's a sister, sister city. city. Now, what I'm saying is... There needs to be that so, if we if rugby, Billeting system. Well, there needs to be exactly what there needs to be. If Rugby Union go, you know what... <sighs> I've heard Kalen Pong is like one of the most prodigious talents of all time and we can't afford him. If you actually can't afford him, you need to be on the blowout to some big, fat, sweaty, rich billionaire pig in France going, do you want him? Yeah. Because I, I want you to pick him and he can play over there in Europe, but we're going to pick him for the Wallabies. If you can't, if you if can't afford him, that's what you need to do. You, know, yeah. you need to start billeting and them we'll, out. And we'll, and we'll kick in some money. We'll kick in the $35 we can afford. Well, we, no, we, you, we to, kick in Wallaby's cash, yeah. but you pay for him otherwise. He's a throbber. Otherwise, what happens? We lose him to league and we never get him back, except maybe every four years, yeah. maybe. Like Sue Elite, you're just going, Jesus Christ. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yep. if you genuinely can't afford him, don't roll over. Find and, ways. And, and arch your back and go, take me. Take me, please, Daddy NRL. That's not good enough. You should be trying to keep them in the code yeah. if you're fair income about yeah. it. Because yeah. then, four years down the track, when they've developed nicely and they're paying that European footy, you bring them back for the Wallabies. Okay. Now we've got a decent Wallaby set up because we're getting boys into some work in Europe. Other, as opposed to playing a domestic comp here where we get humped every weekend. Thin and as fuck. And now we roll out Wallaby sides someone's, where someone's no one door, knows. Dave. And now we roll out Wallaby sides where we don't even know the captain. Seriously, the captain. And again, back in the rugby chat group, all these guys, like the amount who are like, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know the team, the Wallabies team. I can't name the Wallabies team and I genuinely can't. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I, 
and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo. I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. What is it? What do we got? Holy shit. Could this? Top loading. Holy. This might be. Oh, dude. This might be one of the most. Dude, it's from from Aaron Williams. (laughs) This oh might be one God. of the greatest deliveries in terms of, like, timings. Oh. It's fragile, oh, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm treating it as such. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Literally from Aaron Williams. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't, get in, you didn't get new boots, did you? I haven't got new boots yet. Looking at it. You looking at it? What have we got here? Imagine if it was anthrax from Iron Wings. Okay, we've got a card here. What have we got? Hold on. Or is this just a... That's just a receipt. Is it? Yeah, so that's an invoice. Just check. Not an invoice, a receipt. It's a shipping receipt. All right, well, that's an, that is the most RM Williams way to put in a receipt, unless there's something else in there. Like... Okay, take that, Eddie. You see if there's any more, like, anything in Nothing there. Nothing in no, there, That's man. literally just for a receipt. That's insane. It was carefully packed by Amy. Thank you, Amy. It's a nice touch. Okay. Okay. Wow. Looks a bit big for boots, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Huge. Artisanal RM Williams football. <laughs> Handcrafted. Handcrafted. Now This feels like the right time. This feels like this. the right time for this thing to arrive. Listen. Thirty nine of fifty we've got. Is it artisanal? It's numbered. Th- oh no, it is artisanal, dude. Look at that. Now I mean, this isn't the Wallabies doing that. Like, it's not their fault that they're doing artisanal handcrafted footballs. Also, I think a little unfair to to lump poor old RM Williams, a proud Australian brand, mm. in with the Wallabies. 
at the moment. Yes. You know what I mean? But, like, is there – are they getting any money from this thing or is this just an R.M. Williams initiative? Like, again, the Berets, dude. Like, I know everyone loved the Berets and maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe it's, like, that's a real – Good quality. Thing. It's a, mate, it's a good quality ball, dude. This is artisanal. How's it smell? It's 100% cowhide. It smells amazing. Does it smell 100% yeah, it smells cowhide? fucking good. Oh, you fuck! You come, you missing out, bro. Listen, even if I could smell my oh, fucking hay fevers, that's fucking good. I like they've pumped it up. Oh, it's pumped! It's pumped within an inch of its life, mate. It's artisanal. It's, Give me a spiral. Well, I got my left or right there. Oh, now Listen, you got you to ask yourself this, Tom. How did a game that produces this, you know, lose its way? How does a ball, how does a code selling $1,000 artisanal RM Williams footballs lose its way? It's just sometimes it's that, hard. It's, it's maddening to me. Yeah, I know. I don't know how. It's almost as if, Tom, it's almost as if they're not in touch with the punter. Or the dribbler. Or the common man or woman. Well, they're more in touch with the punter than the dribbler. I'll tell well, you they're more in touch with the punter, but I'll tell you what, there's more punters that are dribblers that are like everyday fucking humans and bloody, you know, your, your big top end of town. They're not in touch with any dribblers. No. Except for maybe John Ingage, king of the dribblers. Maybe. But that's about it. Smells good. I'll fucking give you that. That's unbelievable. All right. Well, that was worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> We will be putting that under That'll glass. That'll be getting mounted behind glass. Mm. Um, shout out to them for perfect timing. Getting that in. That, 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 I mean, like that just couldn't have happened any better. Um, I feel bad for him. I tell you what, Eddie jo- Well, we've got Sonny Bill. Yep. Because then Eddie Jones is just like, I'm fucked as well. Like he's, I, there's a part of me that feels sorry for Eddie Jones. Why? I can't see it on the TV, Dave. Um We'll get to him. Let's watch Sonny Bill. One thing at a time. Is it up there? Yep. yep. Questions need to be asked from selections to the mind games that Eddie's been playing with these kids, these guys, these young men. Um, it was evident. There's a guy in the, in, the, in the studios back home that should be here right now, you know? So, um, proofs in the pudding. 40 to 6 was really embarrassing and I feel for these kids they're gonna they're gonna carry this on for the rest of their careers and feel this until they get to come back here again rectify it but if I'm a player and I'm gonna carry on here if I'm a player from a player's point of view I'm not following a guy that's sitting having a meeting with another national team potentially looking for another job days before you're hopping on the plane to come to this World Cup so and that's just my opinion I might be different I might be going a bit too far here but that's my honest opinion yeah, dude. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Now, he, he denied it in his press conference. He's like, But did he supply it? Well, that's always the, that's always the rule. Well, he who denied it supplied, supplied it, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you so learned that when you were fucking uh, six, mate. Apparently, he was having fucking Zoom meetings in Japan before he came to the World Cup to take over their side, which is fucking pretty hectic. If true. If true. In the sense that, like, what the fuck, dude? I, like... That's real trader vibes. He G's up about trader. But, like, I, why are you already looking to get out of here, bruh? 
you just come back literally for the World Cup. Mate, I'm pretty sure Bernard Foley put out a tweet, which was like a photo of him next to David Rennie. He was like, didn't have to be like this. Bernard Foley not there. Quade Cooper not there. I don't know if James O'Connor was good anymore because I don't watch it. Now, Michael Hooper. Michael Hooper? Bro, like, like what people the f- go, he was injured, but they I don't took think- Max Jorgensen over, who was injured. But I don't think I think he was injured potentially for the rugby championship. But I don't. I think he was okay. I think he could have been playing. I think he could have been playing at the very least. Punters and dribblers. At the very least, if you're going to take over such a young squad, you need to pad it with some experienced guys who know what the fucks up. Yeah. Even just to have a yarn to, to impart wisdom from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the disrespect to the elders there, mate, it's unbelievable. Ridiculous. Absurd in the extreme. Absolutely ex- absurd. Like, Quade Cooper not being there is, seems ridiculous. And I mean, that's probably part of the reason why Sonny was pissed off in terms of the fact that he's friends with Quade, so at least he has some insight into what some of these players are be talking now, about. Now, if it is true... Drew Mitchell going off on... Oh, um, yeah, but and everyone goes, oh, that's... Rugby pod. People go, oh, that's so disrespectful to Fiji. Uh, le- listen, listen. You missed the point. You listen. didn't watch the whole thing if you think it was disrespectful to Fiji. He was like, full credit to Fiji, they played well, but... Like, it, Fiji what, what, getting upset. It's like, relax, Fiji. We think you are good. You're a good fucking side. You're going to top the pool. Chill out. We can still be like, it's shocking we've never lost to you, so we're kind of fucking pissed off about it. And if, Drew was speaking about about uh, Eddie Jones mostly. Exactly. And it's also like, we haven't lost to Fiji for 69 years, right? Okay. So, obviously, what does that imply, do you reckon? What do you reckon that implies? Maybe there's been a slipping in Australian standards. Yep. Right? And that's what he's calling out. It's got nothing to do with Fiji. Again, people just too fucking sensitive for their own good. Go and have a bath, mate. Go and chip on a go and sip on a chai latte and chill out. Chill the fuck out. Now, if Eddie Jones is in fact taking meetings with Japan, he is the traitor that we always thought he was. Or at least that he was accused of being. Now, if he's not, that is obviously removed. Not. But <coughs> I read the other day. And by the other day, I mean maybe this morning, might have been yesterday, can't remember, that he's on a million dollars a year for four years, Eddie Jones. That's how long he signed for. A and mil- he's taken meetings with Japan. A million dollars a year for four years. Definitely now, a four-year deal, yeah. I've got to ask the question, and what I'm asking is Dave to do his job and Dior, was was Dave Rennie that bad? No. He, well, he had a better record than fucking Eddie Jones. But also... A million dollars? We're talking about like not being able to afford players and shit. Like, why don't you get like, listen, I don't know if you need to be paying a million dollars for a coach in rugby union at the moment. A million dollars, mate. A million. Would Wayne Bennett be? Wayne Bennett would only be on a million, wouldn't he? Probably. I mean, I guess they'd be saying you're a. Oh no, but he's at the Dolphins. But like, what would what would, what would Robbo coaches, be on? Who international gives a shit? You coach less com- games. Yeah, but international coaches would command like more money, I guess. But like, Rennie's surely not on a million dollars. Um, well, Rennie has 13, well, had 13 wins and 18 losses and three draws since taking over in 2020. Jeez, Trent, that's pretty good. Trent well, Robinson's believed to be north of 1.3 million per season. Trent Robinson? Yeah. There you go. Okay, so they get paid, they get paid handsomely. That's under the cap. It's not under the cap. No. That's what I mean. Yeah. And you're getting paid handsomely. handsomely. Yeah. So... Eddie Jones being paid too handsomely. Was, okay, can we go back to was Dave Rennie? How far into his contract? How much on his contract did he have less left? Um, he had the World Cup at least. But I'm just trying to work it out. If it was like two more years, you got to pay that out. Like it's just a disaster. This is artisanal. Oh, it smells so good. 
Uh, it smell lots, isn't it? Yeah, dude. 39 of 50. 39 of 50. Yeah, we get that thing plucked Who's up. jealous? Are you jealous? Who's Le- jealous? Leave a comment if you're jealous about artisanal football. Anyone jealous? <laughs> Anyone at all? Any jealousy bitters? Is there anybody jealous out there? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Titanic. Dave? Answers? Um, yeah, so he was definitely sacked before his contract ended. I think it was meant to take him through the this World Cup, but not to the next one. I don't know exactly where. Why did they get rid of him in a World Cup year? It seems so strange. Surely he'd been building to this moment. And then they just come in and Eddie goes, nah, I'm taking over. Why, Eddie? Why are you taking over? Don't Dude, know. I don't want you to kick in our artisanal football. That's not kicking it. Well, like you're banging it. You know, never to be banged. Really? No, nah, man. No, you got to test the... Mate, this is artisanal. This will go all day. Well, see, no, I don't think artisanal goes all day. No, it does. I think artisanal needs to be behind glass. No, this goes all day. Look at it. Look at, this, look, that, look at the stitching. Do we get a plaque for it as well? Mate, you can wear RMs all day long for years. Yeah, but they end up becoming distressed, right? We don't want to well, distress the cow hide. They go pretty good. The soles will come apart. You can get the soles redone. This is artisanal. I know it's artisanal. Well, I don't think you do. No, I understand. I don't that think you know what artisanal means. Well, I don't know that you know what artisanal means. Artisanal means goes all day, hand-stitched. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it does. Means, it means hand-stitched, not goes all day. Yeah, in so, ipso facto, goes all day. Not necessarily, because you could hand-stitch like a very fine... No, bar. but you've got a man who knows his way around stitching, Tom, that knows his way around leather. I'm more worried about the, the, the durability of the leather long-term, if it's going to be... Leather bad. goes all day. But we want this thing pristine. Dude, this thing, this is a fucking investment. You can play play 80 tough minutes of rugby union with this thing. This thing's going to be an heirloom for one of our children. Probably mine because you won't have a son. Well, I think I will have a son. And why couldn't I give it to my daughter? She's sitting just there. Why don't you tell her to her her face? Sorry, AB. She's in a cubby house with headphones. Not for you. can't hear the naughty language. Um, Anyway, artisanal. Did we mention it? Are you jealous? It's artisanal. Yeah, um, Rennie was meant to be coaching until the end of this year. Right. But you well, know what? You know what, Rennie? We know you've been building to this, mate, but we have other plans and they involve getting a coach in here. He tells years, the media to give up upcuts. Yep. No accountability. But now he's like, yeah, it's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah, okay. Well, what you know what would be, you know what would have been way way smarter from Eddie? If he just comes in and goes, mate, we're not gonna do anything. You know what I mean? We're not going to do anything. Young boys, we're just going to go out there and have a crack. Let's just play it all the way down. Lower expectations. Instead of saying we're going to win the World Cup, we're going to beat the All Blacks. There was that ad and as give well. give yourself uppercuts. What was that ad? Can you find that rugby ad that was oh, pre-World yeah. Cup? That was fucked. We're right? going to beat the All Blacks gonna and beat win the, the All World Blacks. Cup. We're even just as, like the other day, he was like, we're going to beat Wales on the weekend. He's like, we are going to beat Wales on Saturday. I mean Sunday. Like he got his days mixed up. Oh, um, God. Good. He just he doesn't learn though, does he? Oh, chuck it here. What? Oh, I thought there was already a scratch on the artisanal ball. Is that no, a scratch? No, that's the leather. But that, that's an impurity in the leather. Yeah, but that's because it's bespoke. But it's impure. No, it's not impure. It's because, marked. Look, there's marks all over but it. But the mark goes to the other side, which would infer a scratch. These are separate pieces of leather. I'm just saying, you want to throw artisanal there's out line, there? lines all over it. 39 of 50, R.M. Williams, artisanal ball. It feels more like a Sharon, if I'm being honest. Could you imagine? That's just that's an AFL ball. 
It's not a rugby ball. It's not. It's, a rugby so it doesn't look like a gilbert. It's an AFL ball. It doesn't look like that's a. That's a fucking Sharon, dude. Was like, that was that what they used to play with? Well, they used to play with leather footballs. They don't then play with Sharons. No, but I'm saying, is that the sh- is that an old school shape? In which case, would it shock you if they've made a Sharon? That's a Sharon. It looks a lot more like a Sharon than a Gilbert. It's a Sharon. That's a Sharon. That's an artisanal Sharon. Do they used to play with Sharon-like footballs? Uh, well, they definitely used to play with stitches. Um, the rugby ball... They're still stitched, aren't they? Yes. But I think maybe... But no, the like the, the... Yeah, those ones. So, yeah, the, um, the Sharon is longer... Uh, okay. Yeah, lo- longer okay. and, like, thinner. Okay. Than a rugby union ball. Yeah, so you've just gone to what's the difference, not... Not did they, did used, they to used to play, to play with, with balls that look like Sharon's? Well... I don't know. They used to play. No, you're not up to it, yeah, mate. That's, that's fine. Okay. You're not up that's to it. That's fine, buddy. All good. The shape of the ball hasn't really changed, but maybe uh, the well, way it's I bet you it has. Like an artisanal Sharon to me. Yeah. I bet you it has. Uh, okay. Do you want to watch um, this ad? Yeah, what do you, yeah, let's see this old rugby yeah. ad. Wallabies, world champions. Big call. Yeah, mate. The All Blacks are looking good. Mm-hmm. And the Springboks, they got a lot of depth. Mm. And the French, they have the best player in the world. What's his name? Dupont. That's the one. Antoine Dupont. Mm. Useful. Wish you had more of those, hey? <laughs> Wouldn't want to be in your shoes, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Oi, so you blokes think you can win the whole thing? Mate, we're not going to France for the croissants. That was one of them. There's one where it's like the dad or something. There's one where it's like... Jesus. Did you see that? Uh, Eddie Jones stars in brilliant World Cup ad. Yeah, Brilliance okay. in couples. Okay, well, who's, what, whose channel's that on? Uh, I've never seen that ad either. So. Forever Rugby. Forever Rugby, brilliant ad. Not going for the croissants. Sounds like you were. Um, just find the one where it was like... Yeah, I think that's this one. Dad, there's a bloke he reckons the Wallabies are going to be world champions. What, this year? Yeah, this year in France. Please, tell him the Wallabies are ranked like number seven in the world. The Wallabies are ranked like number seven. Oh, he said he knows that. Well, tell him France are playing at home this year. He said France are playing at home this year. What'd he say? He says you really know your rugby. And what else you got? You could tell him from me, the Wallabies have absolutely no chance. Dad said the Wallabies have absolutely no chance. Absolutely no chance. Perfect. Who is this for? The Wallabies. We love proving Dad's wrong. Oh, my Why run these ads? We had, there was 0% chance of us winning. Dude, Zero. Dude, that's so bad, dude. That's so bad. That was basically just like, that was just a fan, like, that ad was like, correct. But like, it's also just, what? Oh, we love proving our fans wrong. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, our fans hate us. Oh, cool. He knows about his rugby, that guy. He obviously knows, yeah. right? He's yeah, obviously yeah. a fan of the game. He's got his cabri on the table. Man loves his rugby union. Well, they even fucking say it. He's like, this guy knows his rugby. So yeah. he knows we're shit. He knows we can't yeah. win it. And, and he's like, well, it. I'm going to prove you. I'm going to shit all over him. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, you didn't. Well, you didn't, mate. mate. We got pounded. Worst ever loss all time to Wales. Lost to Fiji. 
Like you can I be honest? Can I be go, honest? Portugal starting to look scary. No, no, we, we're worried about Portugal. We're looking over at you know that meme when the guy's looking over his shoulder at Portugal. But like, whoever came up with those ads, surely was there not one person in the room going? But what if we lose? Well, no, no. There should have been someone in the room going, "What happens when we lose?" Well, exactly. You know, do you, do you ever seen Dumb and Dumber? Do you remember that movie, Dumb and Dumber? Jim Carrey. That's crazy. oh yes, 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 yes. At one point in the movie, years uh, at one point in the movie, ago. he gets uh, one of them gets shot in the chest. He's wearing it. They're like doing a sting to uncover like some criminals. He gets shot in the chest. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. Then afterwards, they're like, "What if he shot me in the face?" And they're like, "Well, that was a risk we were willing to take." And it's just like this. It's like, what if we lose? It's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Like, we won't. We won't. Fuck it. We'll just. What kind of attitudes? Uh, we'll take the risk, eh? Let's see what happens. And it's like we got fucking humped by everyone. We barely beat Georgia. We're thirty-five, fifteen. Yeah, right. Tight. Like that's tight. 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 That's tight. That's tight. Considering it's Georgia. Yep. And but Georgia were good this year. Oh, yeah. Georgia's really good this year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then we lose to fucking Wales by 40 to 6. Can't even score a try. Was it 40 to 6? Yeah. I thought it was 40 to 7. We didn't score a try, Edward. There is a there is still hope though. If Fiji lose to both Portugal and Georgia, then we can make it. Yeah. There is that. There is that. Anyway, punters and dribblers. That's it, eh? We've um we've listened. Our beret's on the front door on yep. the on the handle. Yeah. If you've got a if you've got a wallaby's beret, I know plenty of you do. Put them out. Put them out. Shane Keith Center of Excellence. Uh, we've got our beret out the front. The only good thing that happened today is I got this artisanal football delivered. Yeah. That's that's literally it. You have to take. And find silver linings where they where they can be found, and ours is in the form of an artisanal uh, Sharon. That R M Williams like collab starting to look pretty weird because they're known for quality. Yeah, R M Williams. Yeah, particularly artisanal quality. Yes, which isn't being reflected on the scoreboard. No, they're also known to be less than uh, affordable. No disrespect. And what you don't what people you don't reckon the common man could afford this? I don't know that they would be looking to spend a thousand dollars on an artisanal football unless it was for a bit. Unless it was for content. Yeah, unless it was for a content bit. Like um, how many people bought this and put it in their home office? What did most people buy this for if it wasn't for a bit? The most expensive bit in the history of the show. Tell you what, that, that ball's <laughs> gonna be getting a workout on Sunday in here. This thing isn't gonna look like this on Sunday. <laughs> After Sunday, it's going to be hot too. It is going to be hot. And you know what leather happens to leather and hot and heat? Stresses, stretches. I think it gets sluttier. Yeah. <laughs> Back to rugby. Sorry, but like comparatively, like we don't have good players. So I get there's actually a level. There's a level of sympathy I have for him where you're like, there's only so much you can do with what you've got, and there's systemic failures throughout the entire fucking organisation that have led us to this point of having no one. But he also made some fucking god-awful selection uh, or omissions. No Quade Cooper, no Bernard Foley, no Michael Hooper, like none of these big-name players who have been there and done that. And if we've got no one, you're better off having people who have done it before than just going, fuck it, let's just start with 
youngins, the youngest team we've ever fucking... And ruined their confidence. Well, fucking ruin their confidence. It's like they're not going to be world beaters, most likely, right? Like these aren't... We don't have great rugby union players right now in the country. So, yeah, you're going to fuck their confidence, but, like, they're also not up to it. So that's like... So he's fucked up there, but you have to also cut him some slack or at least acknowledge that he was pushing shit uphill from yeah, a yeah, cattle yeah. perspective. 100%. 100%. I think that, but I'm pretty sure that has been acknowledged, right? Fucking water all over myself. Very consistent. Well, we weren't, we didn't acknowledge it until this point in terms of like we just beat the shit out of Eddie Jones. We had a little bit of a crack at the fucking. We had a crack at the domestic competition, sending players overseas. Yeah. We've done all that. But just getting over there with like a pile of, well, not a pile of shit. I mean, just yeah, like sure. Like, okay, great. Completely agree. But don't come out and say we're going to beat the All Blacks. No. Don't come out and say we're going to beat, win the World no. Cup. Yeah. Don't say come out and, and ask the journos to give themselves uppercuts when you hadn't won a game yet. Like no. he was feeling much. the pressure. He was clearly feeling well. The it's pressure. a bit much. It's way too much. It's grand final week, and that's what really matters. That's the positivity that we need to be and the excitement we need to be talking about here. Grand fucking final week. Granny week. Penrith Panthers, Brisbane Broncos, Brisbane also in the grand final in the AFL, which is hectic. Um, Big week for Brisbane. Dave, you uh, were spotted leaving the game early when your when your storm team were getting fucked to death. I was. Well, you got to beat the traffic, you know. All the way out at Homebush, could get back Dog. at like one a.m. Dog, dog. You were driving. I wasn't. My well, dad was. Weren't. But yeah, so dog. So you were like you were so to leave, early leave get the train. We left. I think maybe when they scored their last try. And oh. I was like, that's it. We're not coming back. Before then, I was like, you know, 10 minutes to go, 30 points, we can do I've it. I've never walked out of a game time. early. Yeah, because you made the right stuff. Yeah. Dave's not. Dave's not. Dave's a dog. Um, I was proud of the boys. Were you? For the season. Yeah, right. You were, th- you were like, they're going to win. Well, we Which were going to win. Which was just ridiculous. We were going to win up until like the third set when we gave away a penalty and then the next set after they scored off that set when we gave away another penalty. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. Panthers and Broncos were the only teams going to make the grand final. They were the only teams going to make the grand final. The Broncos then, obviously, they humped the Waz. Uh, Waz were valiant, at least at the start of the game. They were they were good, like it was close. Yeah, um, but... But it was always going uh, Yeah, but it, like if you think about it, like they, I think, would they let it... It was an easy penalty or something for their first try, so they had good field position. The second one was intercept from DWZ off um, mm. off Reese Walsh. Like they weren't really ever in it. They weren't. Well, no, they weren't like dominant or on top, but it was a tight affair. It was a closer game. There was more to it. And even, mate, an intercept you're still making it happen. And the the, the try that the, the the first try that DWZ scored was it was a for penalty or something, but it was like a well worked backline move. Like Sean yeah, Johnson yeah. was slick, right? Yeah. Like they made the Broncos defense fail um, but then like in the storm game did you guys score first no Tottenham scored first but then like yeah it was for all Olam just absolutely stood up Tango and yeah. then Olam had a chance to score again just dropped it cold you're like yeah. a couple of those things early on and it could have been a different game but mate Penrith like I don't know who I'm going for in this obviously you've got Kempi who's insufferable and who we basically got to the Broncos to the grand final with that liver in round one or two or whatever it was but like as soon as this game was finished, right, and it went to full time, the chat immediately just started as to how great this Penrith side is, right? And, like, I, that's the thing that I can Four grand finals is outrageous. Four grand finals, going for their third, Cleary 25, their two front rowers, like, 27, 28, Yo's 27, 28, 
Like, they've got – Dylan Edwards is probably the oldest player on the team at, like, 30 probably. But, like, there's something about watching a dynasty at work that I'm actually, like – Dylan you know, Edwards is 27. Dylan Edwards is 27? Yeah. Like, there's something about greatness that has got me excited. Like, I don't hate Penrith like I hate the Roosters, like I hate the Storm, in terms of, like, successful teams being successful. Like, 100%. I don't hate, like, I also don't hate the Roosters and the Storm like I hate the Eels, right? Like, I hate good sides for being good. You know, there's that, like, competitive hate. Well, the Roosters... To, like, the, the Eels and the Dragons. The Roosters is they buy everyone and they go... But they're good, right? Yeah. This I respect just, them, but I don't like them. This is the greatest team you've probably ever seen. With your own eyeballs. Yeah. But even, and even like, obviously you can't compare errors, but like. No, you can't. The talk. last three-peat was in the 80s. Uh, Eels. Eels? 81, 2, 3, I think. But like, this is the best team you've ever seen with your eyeballs. And for the, and the idea of like, Nathan getting a third. Like three in a row. Nathan, like, Nathan again, uh, like, you know, you shit on Cleary. We shit on Cleary for origin and I will continue to do so until he dominates there, but. He's a clubman. Dude, he ripped, dude. He's he a clubman. Was, he ripped in that game. He's an absolute clubman. Luai, dude. Luai's so tough. Like I said it when he dislocated his shoulder and came off. Do you see like, he was like, I'm, I'm a different... Different beast. I'm, I'm a built different, different or whatever. You're yeah. like, yeah, dude, you are. Why is Brian Toto in a Queensland jersey there? Where? Or am I seeing that? I just, my eyes what are, are showing, you talking about? Dude, That my eyes are wigging. That was crazy, dude. I hope not having a fucking episode. Brian Toto's jersey looked red to me then for a second. Oh, it doesn't yeah. now, I can assure you. What did the PCM King knock up? Give me the PCM, PCM King's PCM's stats. 46. 46, be quiet. Him and Four Crichton line breaks, though. Wow. Yeah. Fisher Harrison, Scott Sorensen. How many metres did he run for, Brian? How many metres? 181. Meters. 181. Jesus Christ. Yes. Just unstoppable. Three tries. I, Do you know what I, I, mean? like, I like greatness. I've always been drawn to greatness, Tom. I have a crush on greatness. Yeah. For as long as I can remember. And in this situation, I'm going to side with greatness once more. I respect the Broncos. I'm, I'm also attracted to hotness. I'm hot, we know yeah. this. It's hotness v. Greatness, this grand final. It's hotness v. Greatness. Like, there's this absolute dish walking down the street, strutting his, her stuff, and I'm loving what I'm seeing. Whereas greatness over here is probably more alluring. It's like gold. Yeah. Like, ooh, okay, you've got my attention. Well, I mean, like what, golden diamonds? Is gold like sort of established greatness? You know, everything's sort of like gold's recognised and then diamonds is sort of like hot flash. What do you think diamonds is greatness? I don't know if I'd compare diamonds and gold. I don't. Well, you're think saying gold. You're bringing fucking. You're bringing that sort of shit to the. Into yeah, the but I mean, but if but if Panthers are gold, the gold standard, then you know the you storms. Storms like a ruby or something. You know, we can't I mean? get back into the stones, the semi-precious stones, and all we've been here. We've before. been here before. No point getting. Bombed to- oh, looking red again. Um, Jesus Christ, mate! You need to close your eyes and blink a couple of times. Anyway, Tungo got stood up. Yeah, he did. Big time by Justin Olin. But outside of that, it was just a defensive masterclass. If you had the the wherewithal, the stones, the vision, the greatness to identify that the Storm wouldn't score more than 10 points and that the Panthers would and that Brian Toto would score and you'd get like 450 for it, if you had this, the brilliance yep. to recognize that, congratulations to you. Give yep. yourself a pat on the back yep. for an inspired bet. Um, Unders... Listen, I didn't think that th- they'd put 38 points on them. That was my fault. 
I didn't think the Storm would bend over, arch their backs and go, give it to me, Daddy. I yep. didn't see that coming. Yep. Uh, but they were never going to win this football game. Know that. There was zero chance of them winning this football game. Sh- like, absolutely staggering. The the Panthers can lose Kickers, They can lose Burtons. They can lose... Appy. Happy Coruscant. Cape Well. Cape Wells. Uh, coaches. Glory Hulls, coaches. They've lost both their assistants, and they just turn around and they go, you know what? Who gives a shit? Dude, they didn't make a Job mistake. Job not done. I'm pretty sure they didn't make a mistake till the 60th minute. And you compare that, Tom. If, you, if we look at this game, 38-4 against the Storm, who have been, again, the gold standard for the last 20 years. They don't make errors, right? They squeeze you. They kick unbelievably well, and they don't let you score points. Whereas if you compare that to the Broncos game, at points in that game, there was errors almost every set. Like, it was disgraceful yeah. how many errors we're getting well, See, made. the Broncos, though, the Broncos... And the defense to- is, like, pretty fucking leaky. The Broncos? Yeah. They'll need to play shit loads better if they're going to beat the Panthers. Like, get the errors up for the Broncos game. But the thing that the Broncos have is just this devil-may-care, cavalier, rip-and-tear sort of a style, offload heavy. Reese Walsh, dude. Like, what a game. What a ten, game. Ten, listen, ten errors they made. Ten to nine. Yeah, they had more it's errors too many. than Warriors. It's too many. 42-12, like, they did, but you got to remember, they, they actually scored three tries, and if and if Pompey could kick, then it would be it would have been 42-18. Like, it's a lot of, it's still letting in not close to 20 points. Yeah, Where, exactly. Whereas, the Panthers are going to limit you. They're going to limit your points, and they're going to score them too. Like, they're up against it, the Broncos, I feel. Yes, I, they I feel definitely like they're are. really up against they it. They definitely are. Um, it's just about, I guess, like, and again... What, yeah. are we, what, are, what do we want to see? I want to see a close game. Or, I guess, listen, dude. Okay, put it this way. If the Broncos win, you want it some... I think we're lucky because I don't really give a fuck what happens. I'm oh, siding I sort with greatness. Of do. No, I sort of do. Because I, Kempi becomes insufferable. And it just... I'm sorry. He'll get on my nerves. No, that's I do, true. What do you want? I, I'm not going to sit here again on my own podcast, but and listen, tell Porky Pies. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Kempi will be uns- insufferable. To the point where I'd, I'd need a breather. I'd need a breather. Yeah. I couldn't be around him. No. That's true. That's not... That's nothing more than just raw, unbridled honesty. I think I want the Panthers to win. In fact, I know I want no, the Panthers to win. No, I know I want win. the Panthers to win, but I look, removing Kempi, right? Cause obviously just he's remove a, Kempi. Because he's an intangible that's... Well, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's in our lives. He's not in the lives of the punter and the dribbler. Correct. So remove Kempi from this for a for a period. Although he's in your lives because you listen to his podcast, I assume. If the Broncos win, I'm happy to see hotness prevail, and you would assume it's going to be like either a really tight affair or it's going to be flash, and it's going to be greatness realized. Reese Walsh, Payne Haas, Carrigan, like these guys, sort of Ezra Man, one of my favorite players. Rimmy stuff. Rimmy stuff. Greatness, hotness realized. Rimmy Central. Yeah. yeah. Rimmy Rugby League. Rimmy Rugby League. Yeah. But then if the Panthers win, it's like wow, we're watching just something that again you haven't seen for whenever the pen, whenever the Eels did it in the eighties. Yeah. Like. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And Cleary is twenty five years old. Like we if the, if the Panthers win, we haven't seen a team win three in a row since Manly 06, 07, 08. 06? Well we got knocked out. In the Sorry, seven. no, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine. Oh seven, eight, oh nine. Sure. Well who won in oh seven? We did. Who won in oh eight? We did. 
And in 09, we got knocked out in the semis. By the storm, I think. Yeah. So we won that. So what I'm saying is you don't it's, – it's very rare. It's very, very rare. Yeah. And it doesn't happen every other day. So soak it up, punters and dribblers. Yeah. Drink it in. Tell you what, could you imagine if the Broncos win the AFL and the NRL? Could you imagine if they win nothing? Well, that's <laughs> that would be great as well. That would actually be great. That Which is more likely. It was so close to being uh, Panthers, Broncos, and Brisbane Lions versus GWS as well. That, that could have been, been Oh, yeah. Players. That would have been That had a bit of a lead as well going into halftime, yeah. I think. Yeah, one point. One tight. point in it. So tight. One point. Devo. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure the West would have got around that. Be that as it may, they didn't. Um, Excuse me. The Warriors, again, it's just the Warriors. I think they overachieved, and and that's full respect to the Warriors. But like that's this is a great year for the Warriors. What did no I one expected any What did I say about even? I said Warriors played their grand final last week in yep. front of the faithful. They dominated and destroyed the Knights. Shawnee Johnson, like, you know, in tears, your fans are there. Like, it was a beautiful moment. But you gotta, you've got to be able to recognise a grand final when you see it, and that's what I saw last week. Yeah. There was no way they will come to Suncorp and, and doing anything that remotely came close to a win. No. I would like... No offence. There are some storylines here. Obviously, we've got father-son v. father-son, Cleary and Cleary v. Walters and Walters. I tell you what, young Billy the kid was pretty good on the weekend. He was good, man. And I'm he happy for him. He was pretty good. I'm happy for him because I like Scored that a one where people are like, you know, nepotism. Billy wasn't really, like he didn't debut, I think, in the NRL until 25, 26. He was got let go from the Tigers of all disrespectful. You know, another one of the Tigers let go, right? Like he'd be like, Jesus Christ, not even the Tigers want me. Now, in fairness, they'll get nappy chorus out. But like you go then... To the Broncos, under your dad. I think, and I can't remember where I was, I heard someone talking about this, but like a lot of the chat, might have even been Guru, shout out to the great and powerful Guru, whose podcast post game have been getting me hard. Um, but that there was a lot of talk this year about, uh, again, some Broncos backup hooker that I don't even fucking know his name or, but they were talking about him as though he was going to feature a lot this year because there wasn't much hype around Billy Walters or people sure. didn't think that much of him. But he's actually become a fully-fledged first-grade hooker where and a good one at that. Like, these two tries, that first one was great. And then the second one, he's obviously backing up in the middle when Reese Walsh is being a fucking psychopath. But, like, I really like Billy Walters. And it'd be nice. I'd like that. I like seeing those happy stories. I like seeing dad and son crying on the field after, you know, achieving some great dream. Yep. You know? Yep. Like Nathan. We're, we're, and, but we're guaranteed that. We're guaranteed that. But Nathan and fucking Ivan have done it already a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, but three-peat's different, man. I know. Look, it is. It's different. Three-peat's a different kettle of fish. I mean, two-peats you see every now and then. Again, pretty rare. We've seen it. The Roosters. We've seen it, Manly. We've seen it, uh, Broncos in the 90s. Like, you got to go back to the 80s for a three-peat, yeah. except for Manly. So, they don't happen very often. And I fully expect, Tom, that if the Panthers are to win, I, I, that embrace is going to be a special one. Yeah. Whereas the Billy with the with the, with the the um, Kevy one, I think Billy's – did Billy lose his wife? No, Kevy's – yeah. Kevy so lost his Billy's, wife, Billy's mum. Yeah. There's going to be something powerful that's, there. That's powerful. That's motion, gonna, we're going to be. You know we're I mean? we're going to see powerful. something really powerful there. Yeah, yeah that'd be, and that's sort of why I like that. You know? I like that. Kempy aside, I like that. Yeah, that's nice. I'd pick that. Like I'd allow. Everyone, I'd deal with Kempy's bullshit for that. Yeah, so would I. It'd be a powerful image. 
And now I think that would be one that you would see permeate throughout the years. Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be one that, memorable. It'd be one they'd roll out every grand final well, day. You know a, what I mean? Yeah, fucking oath they would, and so they should. But it's an exciting one. It's just a good week, dude. I love grand final week. I love that AFL's on Saturday, and then we've got the NRL on the side. Like I just, it's all good. It is good. I tell you what, though is good about the Bronx making it. They can actually beat Penrith. They can beat Whereas him. no one else could have. Adam Reynolds, dude. He's the only one. No one else could have. Adam Reynolds is the man to do it if anyone's going to do it. And he is a fucking football. Like, if the Warriors were to make it this weekend, no offense, you'd be going, who gives a shit? You'd be George Rosen. It's Rosen-y. all over. You'd be George Rosen. You'd be George Rosen. You'd be, you'd be saying the same thing that every single manly boy we've talked to said, game, set, match, it's over. I've won a premiership. I've won a premiership after winning a semi. That's how it is. Or a prelim, whatever the fuck they want to call it. I think the Panthers do it. I think they do it. But, again, the, the, the those big fucking, big, thick Broncos forwards, Haas, Carrigan. Payne Haas is a freak. They're going to make, the Broncos may, this may be their shot as well. Like, obviously they're still good players, but like. But they're losing Flegler, Flegler and Herbie. Herbie. Herbie was man of the match almost. If he wasn't man of the match, he might have been man of the match. But Herbie fucking ripped. And Flegler's fucking good. That like two, that one-two punch with Carrigan bringing up the the caboose. I tell you what, Herbie, Katoni and Jesse Arthurs all look very similar. I don't know about that. Katoni. And Herbie couldn't, like, they got similar hair, maybe. One's a white Englishman. Similar hair. Indigenous similar style. hair, Mo. I mean, Get them up. Get them up. I think this is a stretch. Nah. Look at that. <laughs> similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Similar. Similar. You would say similar. Yeah. They look maybe. really similar. I don't know about really similar, but maybe. Maybe a little bit there. Sure. Just worth pointing out. No, no, sure. Kid can play. Herbie can play. Kids can play. Kids can play. Reese Walsh can Herbie's play. Herbie's a big loss. Oh, Jesus Christ. Reese Walsh. Well, there was one there was one point in the in where um Reese just gets it and hits a gap and Yeah, that's just that was off. the Billy Walters. When he gave try. the Billy to yeah. second, yeah. Just, just hold it up, speed, hold it up, hold it up. I'm like, oh my But God. then what about when he uh, he throws that intercept to Dallin? Then comes back again, that same edge, and just instead of going No, but he, long, he went short. Short. Herbie threw. Bang. Easy. I'm like, kid can play. And obviously, you know what was was tough to watch after the Watani Zelezniak intercept? Is Watani then starts like trying to like either jam in off the wing or make the same intercept, and Reese is having none, none of it. it. He's like, no, they, no, no. He's like, you need to start adjusting here, bro, because yeah. I have. Yeah, and you were getting shown the fuck up, and he was like, they just kept going. Watani looked there. bad after that intercept. Herbie too. He, he got made to look like an idiot. Herbie two, Ezra two, Jesse Arthur's like they just kept coming. They plowed that edge. Like, oh, okay, yeah. is that what you gonna do, bro? You're just gonna come up and in, eh? Sweet. Oh, wingers jamming in. Whoops, okay. never seen that before. <laughs> it was bad after yeah, that. Real was. bad. Poor old Watani. The, the thing that was that was interesting is like as the game got on for the Broncos, like they actually didn't play well. Like they did play well, but like there were some like random kicks in that game at some point where just like things were just happening. Like they'd got into a lead. It wasn't like clinical, like we're into a lead, let's just fucking close this thing out and just do it. Like it was not how they play. 
Well, it was for the first fucking for like they were playing that way for the start of the game. And then after they got this lead, it was just sort of like they're just throwing these random kicks around. Reese Walsh threw a couple of random kicks and then you're just like, dude, maybe that's the sort of footy you need to play to beat Ezra Penrith. had a couple of good ones, though. Maybe that's the kind of footy you need to play to beat Penrith. I don't know what no, the fuck so. I'm talking about. But it was a little bit all over the shop. They, I will say this, whenever they, basically whenever they had the ball, they looked like they were going to score. Yeah. So dangerous. Yeah. So, so dangerous. I'm like every so set sort of stuff. I'm so horny for Every this game. set sort of stuff. You just wonder what the Panthers' fame defense does to contain them. Well, they beat him in round one, mate. Okay. Okay. Do we give a shit about what happened in round one, bro? Well, they did. Not the same thing, mate. No, it's not. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Manly won the preseason comp. You see me sitting here going, well, Manly won the preseason comp. Well, we did win the preseason comp. Yeah, but I'm not using it now. No, but it's a, but we did win. Yes, we did. But it's no longer relevant. Well, Eddie, you brought it up, and considering you did, I think right now it is relevant. Like, right now it is, because you brought it up, and we did win the preseason comp. Yeah, we did. $100,000. I will say this. If you aren't the Panthers, who won the minor premiership, and the winner of the grand final this week, none of you won anything except us. So it'll be the premiers? So at, at this point in time, the only people to have won anything this year are us and Penrith. Yeah, and Queensland. I'm talking clubland footy. Yeah. Us and Penrith. That's it. Two best sides in the comp. The only two so- teams to win anything. Think about that. Let that I, sink I in. I told you it was relevant. I knew it was relevant. Let that sink in. Yeah. Let it wash over you. Yeah. Manly and Penrith, only two teams to win something this year. And coincidentally enough, was the same amount. Sunday, hotness v greatness. Who wins? Which prevails? Hotness? This is actually going greatness. to be, you know when there's like a high court decision and they use it to, you know. To put new torts in the law? Well, just like, oh, well, because of this, this case goes this yeah. way. What's the, the term? A precedent. A precedent. This will have far-reaching implication, punters and jubblers, in terms of being able to predict games of footy moving forward, big games, important games. Yeah. Greatness v. hotness. Who wins? Does greatness, being that it is great, prevail over young, fickle hotness? The thing is as well, there's a little hotness in the greatness and there's a little greatness in the hotness, but... There's no greatness in the hotness. Well, there are... Where's gr- the greatness? Payne, Haas, Carrigan. Uh, Still... Rex. No, no, but, but like if they retire tomorrow, you would just say they're great? Payne Haas, you probably would, but... Uh, they're not great yet. But there's a there's great there's the smouldering embers of greatness you've, in the hotness. What you've got is what you've got is a couple of greatness seeds getting water, but they're not fucking more than that. They're not more than that. Smouldering embers that could hopefully, you know, uh, blow up into a rip roaring greatness fire. But there's there's the smouldering embers, and then in the greatness, there's a couple of hotties, not many, but a couple. Nathan mm. is sort of hot. Can I be honest with you? In the full-on hotness stakes, Toto, Toto's probably Toto's probably the hottest. Critter's pretty hot. If I'm being fair, income. Whereas if I look at that Broncos side, I'm like, Jesus. I tell you who's hot, by the way, who I just don't think gets nearly enough raps. Adam Reynolds, dude. Adam's hot. 
But like he's never. I don't know if it's you know if it's that people are a bit short. Well, well, no, that doesn't matter. Well, well Dave, sorry, it's a thing. Shut up, <laughs> short kings. Uh, no, I don't think it's a short thing. Why do you think then? I think it's people's wigging out about his tattoos, mm. neck tat. I'm you, not you saying reckon, that's You reckon me. it's a neck tat thing? Well, why isn't he spoken about more openly as being? I'm a, I'm trying to be. Can I'm, you get a picture of the press conference after the game? All I was looking at was Adam Reynolds going. He is so fucking. I'm tr- all I'm trying to do, and I'm not trying to impugn on Dave's short work. I'm just trying to go. Why could it be? Biz is not that tall. I'm not, not saying, and so am I. I'm saying maybe it's the tats because the height thing. You can't tell the height. I mean, you can, but you can't like tell it. Tell it. Look at that. Look at that motherfucker. Now, obviously, he's juxtaposed by an aging Kevin Walters, but like, look at that guy. I mean, I still need someone to explain to me that fucking huge scar he's got on his head, right? Like, because it looks like it's shaved in. I, I don't think that's a of, scar. That's that's. You think he just shaves that into his head? Can you find young Adam Reynolds? I don't think so. I think that's a scar because we need to find young. Ad- no, keep that one up because he's hot. Yeah, new tab. <laughs> new tab, please. New tab, please. You reckon that's a scar? I would be shocked. Could be. Well, like as in, it's like to have to be so attached to a style of hair your entire career without ever wavering from it. Oh, entire me, career? That's what I'm trying to work out. See, there's a little bit oh, of Oh, there's there. a little one though. I think he likes it. No, I think it's a scar. You reckon? Yeah. Missy Higgins. Ooh. It's not there. Ooh. It's not uh, there. It is there, down there. No, it's there. It's a scar. Oh, yeah, it's a scar. Go to that. Go to him, blue star Adam Reynolds, that one with his shirt off, looking really, really, oh, really nice. Shirt, this one. Tattoos are also elegant. And you don't reckon, do you don't reckon that's a look? I, I don't know. That's a hell of a scar. I know. But, like, have you got you got to be so into the... You've got to be so into that shaved thing to be committing to that for your entire career. It's not his whole career, though. Look, go to that No, pose. but look, his hair's, that bit, one. his hair's a bit longer. So, like, I wear the hair's brushed over it. Or maybe he's just not rocking it. Dude, if he's been rocking that... But, like... We need to work. Nah, scar. Look at it. It's there. It's a scar, dude. It's Missy Higgins. It's there. You reckon? I think so. You're the hair expert. You're. You, I'm going to trust your judgment. I just. Think I'm not ruling it out. It's too consistent. Now he may be cutting his the, hair. There it is. You can see it. Yeah. Seen from space. Scar. It's got to be. Yeah. Like he. But he. Or might, is that just the. Is that the remnants of it? He might get certain haircuts to amplify the scar. Like he might, because, you know, people used to shave in a, a part line into their hair. Did they? People would do that, yeah. Like he may have gone with that at some point. Got to be a scar. It's a scar, dude. Yep. But a particularly good-looking man who I think gets overlooked far too often. Far too often. Completely agree. Completely agree, Tom. So that's what we've got. We've got an epic showdown between greatness and hotness. And there's some hotness in the Panthers, but not a whole lot of it. And there's a heap of hotness in the Broncos, but not a heap of greatness. Yeah. Well, like yeah, Adam yeah, Reynolds yeah. is great. Adam Reynolds is great. He, you know Payne what? Haas is great. Back to Adam Reynolds, dude. He is great. And he hasn't had that's the what fucking, I just said. No, I know. But he hasn't had the respect that he deserves over his career. South disrespect him by letting him go. Obviously, Nathan Cleary is who he is. Reynolds should have played a shitload more Origins. I, I tell you what. He should have played a shitload Punters more. and dribblers, if we want to start talking um, 
results, okay, which we've obviously <laughs> been doing. But just consider this when you're putting on your bets this week with Neds. If I'm the rugby league gods, I'm looking at Jason Demetrio's comments being like he reckons that Ilias is a better player than Reynolds. And I'm almost, I'm almost going, I'm going to fucking show you, bruh, and give the Broncos the win as a fuck you to Jason. Are there odds out yet? Honestly, what you, if you think about the way the gods operate, Tom, that's right up there. That's right up there in terms of, you know what? Let's give the finger let's to JD. It, yeah, let's give him the big old finger. I just want to see if there's um, some odds yeah, out Yeah, so Broncos $2.30, Penrith one sixty two. Line? Four Line, and a half, five and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Damn. Damn. It's all pretty tight. It's all pretty tight, these odds. I'll tell you what I might be doing. What? I might be asking myself this question. So we've got, we've, all, we've got the gods who want to give the finger to JD. There's a possibility there. The gods may also want to... I'm also thinking about how hard it is to three-peat. Does that come into it? Has to. Is there a reason it doesn't happen more often? Yeah, but there's like, but it's hard to two-peat, right? And no two-peaters, no two-peaters have got to a third, I don't think. Do you think there'll be some kind of complacency from Penrith? They've been there last two I don't years, think whatever. so, man. This team does not seem like that. Like, if they were complacent when they've made the grand final, their finals games, they beat the shit out of the Warriors. They beat the shit out of the uh, Storm. Well, I'll tell you what I like. And is now that they're in the grand final. I, I like that we're sitting here going, oh, we're I'm in an army. We're on the Panthers, really. But, like, we're going, geez, the Broncos can win. I like that. As opposed to going to grand finals, we're like, well. Can you believe it's been a year since obvious. we were in the, uh, in the bunker, in the, uh, thinking the world was going to win? Like last year, let's be honest. What? Oh, yeah, I know. Like last year, let's be honest, the, the Eels weren't going to win. There was no chance. Well, you had to prepare for it, though. But they didn't. No, they didn't. They got smoked. They got absolutely pumped. That was brutal. Again, oh, just grand final experience, way more calm. Yeah. You got to go the pants. That's what I mean. You the young to. kids in there, like they're gonna, dude, they're gonna be bright eyed, wigging. Yeah. yeah, the Broncos are gonna be wigging. I actually think the Panthers are like guaranteed. What are they paying again? Dollar sixty two. Yeah. Hopefully that gets a bit more even, closer to. It's not going. It'll get pounded in. You reckon? They'll, I reckon that's the best price you'll get. One sixty two. You don't reckon there's gonna be some late money? They for the will Broncos? get plowed. Yeah. That's my prediction. Nah. I'm here to make predictions, Tom. Yeah, bold ones. Beautiful ones, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, if you're not jacked for this week, punters and jubblers, shame on you. Yep, shame on you. In the AFL, Collingwood taking on the Lions. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Just thought be, I'd mention it. Yeah. Just thought I'd mention it. Who gives a shit? Who gives a rat's ass? That would be what I would say. I'll watch no it. No one cares. I'll watch it, though. Nobody cares. That's I'll what I'll say. But no one cares. That's what I'll say about that. Nobody cares. But I'll watch it. But Some no people cares. care. What I would have preferred the grand final this what year? Seven again? League? Yeah. And it's daylight savings. Oh. The, so it'll be dark. Dark by the time the game ends. 7.30, which could mean an 8 oh, no, p.m. Dark. kickoff. Dark. Yeah. yeah, dark. Dark. Which is annoying, but whatever. Too late. We have this every year. It's just like, oh, yeah, bring the bears back. I know. We talk about it every year. 
But worth remembering that the AFLs are during the day and they and get it, bigger ratings it, than ours. And it rips and it's really good. So don't think it matters. No. Um, the, uh, just on that, I, just, I did see something that was the prelim between the Warriors and the Broncos was the highest watched ever. They had like just over a million people watching it from New Zealand alone. Um, you know as well that the Storm, uh, it's the biggest loss in, in prelim finals history. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Now we hold both records, prelim and grand final. Yeah. yeah. You guys suck. You're welcome. You guys suck. Yeah. Did, well, you, go honest, out, did like, you go out there on Friday night with any like thought that you could win? I knew we could win. Which jersey did you wear? I went with the white. Shouldn't have. And the 13 plus. Idiot. Um, but it's like, you know, we didn't play like a team who deserved to be in a prelim final all season. The fact that we finished third, but we still had a bad season. Do you think it's sort of last like, days of Rome sort of vibes? You guys are on the way out. No, I think it's, it's, it's mid because it's rebuilding, but we still have the greatness there. We just need to build around that. Yeah, I don't think you but, do. I don't think you're a great side. Munster's great. Munster, Harry Grant, Papa Harry Grant, has an, he's, he's great, but he's not greatness. Munster's we got young greatness. players like Ellie Katoa and Will Warbrick only going to get better next year. But sure. yeah, third place. <sighs> I'll take third place in a bad season. You know what I mean? Wake me up when you're done. Oh, I could go on forever. Yeah. So yeah, you know, guys Cut like Mike. Trelliero Cut his mic. Justin Ollum. Justin Ollum. Fucking hell, he didn't have a great game. Let's be he real. needs to work on his defence. Um, where else are we here, Edward, in terms of rugby league? I don't the, have a whole heap. The forward pass in the Broncos game. Oh, yeah. Like, whatever. Oh, they whatever. beat the shit out of Mate. him. Yeah, it was a forward pass. It was a bad one. Don't get me wrong. It was a bad one. Yeah, but like, okay, let's just, let's just let's go through it logically. The touchy couldn't keep up with the play. Reese is too quick. He throws a forward pass. You can't rule on forward passes for some stupid reason. That's That'll it. change. That'll change. After that, it will. It'd have to, right? Mm. But you do, like, you almost need, you need touchies that are fucking, like, touchies should be able to do juice. Why well, can't touchies do juice? Well, I, well, I'm sure they can. Why can't touchies do fucking Why, why wouldn't they be able to? They don't I, look I, like I guarantee they, do. you they don't get tested. Well, I guarantee they don't do it. Yeah, but it's not about being jacked. It's about being quick. Yeah, but that's, well, that's dope. But so what I'm saying is, if you looked at Lance Armstrong, you wouldn't be like, oh, he dopes because he's jacked. Uh, no, but... So you, you wouldn't be able to tell logically. sprinters who are running really fucking fast. No, no, fast. but you don't need to be sprint. You need you need to be able to run all game. And you need to be quick. Otherwise, you can get fucking run, outrun by Reese. Well, they need quicker blokes. Yeah, that build dope, dude. Sprinters, dope. I think it's more about like halftime blood transfusions. We can do you, that too. Just to keep you going at high octane the whole Eddie, time. Eddie, we need them fucking, we need them like pissing green. These guys have got to be full to the gills. Yeah, not quick enough. I don't think you need to worry about, let's not draw the game out. Listen, if you want to make video refs being able to rule on it, that's fine. But I think that PVL needs to introduce a rigorous and strict doping policy within the ranks first, of refereeing. First. Yes, first. Before we go to fucking more technology. More technology. Slows more the game time. Down. Slowing the game down. Let's just give some fucking Russian style you know, drugs to the referees. Because you know what that you know what you could do? You could just have automatically, like the VAR in soccer, if it's offside it just goes bang and the uh, the refs inform straight away it went forward. You know what rugby league would do? We'd have 7,000 different camera angles and we'd slow it down. We'd go, well, hang on, wait, just pause it here. Can I get the other camera? Can I go back? And we'd spend 50 fucking minutes looking at it and they'd finally go, inconclusive. That's what, that's what yeah. we do in rugby league as we just get pounded by KFC ads the whole time. Yeah. Wait, can I get another camera, mate? Can Huge I get KFC a fan, though. 
I love it, but like you know, it's up. What you don't think I know what's going on, bro? <laughs> Come on. We just so so. Let's just dope the refs. Yeah, because otherwise we'll have to put up with the bullshit we're gonna put up with now. They watch it, right? Think about this. The score the ref on field goes. Yep, try. They bef- between that period and them going. Well, hang on, can we have a look? They've already looked at it fifty times. And then they go, let's look at it again. And we look at it another 80, 90, 100 times. Like, you've already looked at it. In between the time of looking at it, before you've said try confirmed, you go, it's not a try, and we move on. Don't stop us to look at it, even though you've looked at it and realised it's not a no try, and look at it again to tell me it's a no try when you know it's a no try. Yeah. Does my fucking head in. What um, drugs do you need to organise? Do we get Stephen Dank? Is he PEDs, here referees? PEDs, blood transfusion, op- I, uh, what are they called? IOPs, IPO, IPO. I- EPO. EPO. The ones the sharks got done for. Peptides. Peptides. Steroids. Steroids, testosterone. So and, we get, if we get and, s- and fresh, fresh oxygenated blood. Yeah, youth, like the blood of young children. Adrenochrome mm. stuff. Adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, youthful blood. Stem cell stuff. Yeah. Unicorn blood too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But yeah, you so know, the- did you know this? That if you suck on the blood of a unicorn, you live forever? Uh, yeah, I've heard really? that. It has like this like immortality elixir in it or something. Right. Does that make you quick though? Because I don't really care about living forever right now. I don't need these refs to live forever. Well, are they quick? Unicorns. Well, mm. they're horses. Like horses are quick. They also have wings, though, right? They fly. That have to be no, they cool. didn't have wings. They don't have wings? No, you're thinking of a Pegasus. Pegasus has wings. I'm thinking about a Pegasus. So unicorns just have horns. Yeah. Yes. And covered in... Glitter. Glitter? Well, certainly <laughs> the unicorns that's more modern depictions. Unicorns in our house covered in glitter. But a classic depiction of a unicorn covered in glitter. No? And like rainbow hair. Don't they spew rainbows? No, I Is think that that's, again, that's more like being appropriated for children's stories and stuff. So like, they don't necessarily... No, I think if you look at the more classical depictions of them and the its depiction as the national animal of Scotland, which it is, Typical I don't Scotland. think there's uh, rainbows going on. Right. wonder if they ever actually existed. They must have. That See, one, that one, that one they, that unicorn. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, unicorns have wings, not, dude. Not traditional. Not all of them. No, not, not all, all of them. them. Well, some didn't. Obviously, some this one doesn't. That's a wild woman with a unicorn. Like, I can't understand why there's so many depictions of unicorns if they didn't exist. But then we've never found any fossils of them, have we? Well, you wouldn't if the... Horn breaks if, down. If the horn breaks down. But, like, you'd be out as if you wouldn't find one in a bog somewhere. Like, you know, you're fine. Well, that's the fine. same. They reckon this, that's the same thing with um, with dragons, is that the the lightweight nature tumble for the wing, much like a bird, it breaks down, disintegrates. So, like, that's why we haven't found them. So as in there'd be dinosaurs that flew. Yep. But what about like pterodactyls? No, there'd be dragons. But why wouldn't they? Why can you find pterodactyls? And no, but like fire breathing and shit. But why couldn't you find them? Anyway, it, guys. It seems like the, the myths around unicorns started with bad descriptions of rhinoceroses. And then because rhinoceros horns were also sold for like medicinal properties. So that kind of Still are, became dude. the magical thing. Kill a rhino, get a boner. Yeah, That's what exactly. they say. Fair income. Yeah. But just coming back to the referees and doping, there are no rules that I can find uh, of doping against referees, um, and they don't get tested regularly or anything. But back in 2013, Graham Annesley did say when asked about it, he goes, fans would probably be happy if referees were on performance. I'd love it, dude. 
It would be the best. Imagine seeing refs fucking jacked, hoofing it down the sideline. And instead, just, and instead of like trying to avoid the play, they just put on shots if you ran into them. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck. Run at me then, dude. Yeah, run at oh, me. Oh, you want to come talk some shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Run I've got me. veins in my veins. Imagine that. Instead of getting sent off, you had the opportunity to run at the ref. You don't get Punch over the top it. of him, you get sent off. Yeah. So you get if you get sin binned, you can go. I want to run at you, ref. And if you run over the top of the ref, you don't go to the bin. But if he drops you, you get sent you off. Get sent off. This is see, like now Corey Parker wasn't thinking when he was saying, "Give me a, like a magic Joker card." Or whatever. You need to get the referees involved more by getting them on roids and then having like a sideshow. Why wouldn't you use what's already on the field? Yep. Big jacked referees dropping blokes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yep. about. That's good stuff. That's rugby league. That's rugby league. That That's is rugby league. Punters and dribblers, when we talk cricket World Cup, one day World Cup yeah, bro. on the show, we do it thanks to good friends at KO. The Cricket World Cup coming up, I think it's in India this year. It is. Starting yeah. next Thursday the 5th. Yep. Next October. Thursday the 5th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus, we're blessed. Yeah, we are. While he's getting we are. Out, we uh, are blessed. Yeah. Because four World Cups this year we've had. Four? Maybe more, but I know about the women's soccer. Yep. Basketball World Cup. Who won that? America probably. No, no America lost to like Spain or Germany or Yeah, Germany. I think they lost to Germany. Okay, well we had that. Uh we got the yeah, Germany Union, won. Germany. Rugby Union World Cup. Yep. Cricket World Cup. I don't know if there's any other World Cups. Probably none that I'm aware of. Either way. Nepal, Nepal World Cup. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that was earlier. We yeah. won that. Was that the World Cup, or was that like a four nations tri nations? I think it was the World Cup. Yeah, no, that was the World Cup. Did we win that? Uh, we did. Yes, five World Cups this year. So we're Bless. going for our second of five. Two from five. Two from five. It's anyway. been it's been a mixed year for the nation, and I think that. In order to save national pride, Tom, nothing to do that more than a World Cup win. Agree. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I do. Especially in a World Cup that we absolutely dominate historically. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. Now, Cricket World Cup, one-day World Cup, very horny for it. I will say there's been a couple of, like, warm-up matches. I think we were in South Africa for a bit. Now, then India, I haven't been keeping an eye on it, but... I know, Dave. Well, listen, I heard the first two, I thought we just pumped South Africa. Then we lost three. Yeah, we did. So, so we, to, we lost the fucking series. Yeah, we beat them in 40 overs in the first game and then by over 120 runs in the second game, then got smashed in the next three to lose that series 3-2. And now we've had two games against India where we've been creamed both times. Creamed. <laughs> right. Uh... Lost by 99 runs. That's with the DLS method. That was on the 24th, so yesterday. That was last night. Yeah. Last night. Rolled all out for 217 after we let them get. Can, we, can you before. can you go into the score? Let's go yeah, into the sc- let's go into yeah, scorecard. Let's go to the first Indian game. It was oh, the first game. Yeah. yeah. Last night was a uh, Spencer Johnson's debut. Oh, our mate, Spenny. Spencer yeah, bro. Johnson, friend of the show. Big friend of the show. Okay, well done, bro. Um, so the first so I just want to see, yeah, this Indian one here. game. Do you want to see our bowling, our batting? No, our, yeah, bowling, whatever batting I want to see. 
Marsh, four from four. Warner, 52 of 53. So Warner bad. has been playing well. Smudge, 41 of 60. Labashane, 39 of 49. Grain, 31 of 52. Ingress, 45 of 45. Stoinis, 29 of 21. Matt Short. I tell you what, it's pretty It's pretty testy, our World Cup side. Or at least our one-day side. Yeah. In terms of the batting, at least. Yeah. Josh Inglis, I, I thought our boy fucking Kerry was our one day keeper. Whatevs, um, or maybe it was even Wade. All right, so then what go do we to do? go to the bowling figures though quickly. Let's just see how how we bowl. We only got five wickets this yeah, game. Right, Zampa two, fucking going at five. Cameron Green none, going at seven. Fuck, he's expensive. Cam Green, Jesus Christ. I think you got a couple of wickets last night, though. Okay. Good Six tonight. overs for 44 runs at 7.33. Not good enough, Cameron. That's okay. Go to last, last night. night. Lost a few overs to Rain, did we? Yep. But only a few, not heaps. Well, they've gone DLS. Duckworth Lewis, for those of you that's wondering right. what that is. Duckworth Lewis Stern. 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 Yep. So was, it, was it a Duckworth and Lewis and Stern? Three different blokes? I thought it was or Duckworth Sheilers? Lewis System. Yeah. No, no, the S stands for Stern. I Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Uh, Duckworth Lewis well, Stern it, Yeah, because it's Duckworth Lewis. It wouldn't be Duckworth Lewis system method. Uh, so, yeah, so Frank Duckworth and Tony Lewis. And then uh, after the retirements of Duckworth and Lewis, Stephen Stern became the custodian of the method and it was renamed to its current title in 2014. How can you be a custodian of a, of a method? Are they the only blokes on the planet that know how to use it? Yeah, I don't Does know. he have Very to be well in every game? Be. Do they have to get him on the blower? Well, it's like goes singing sterny. the song you to pass it down from like person to person. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. It doesn't make any sense. So Duckworth and Lewis retired and they go, okay, the only bloke that we now trust with the system, the method rather, is Stern. Right. Sure. All right, let's just go to, who cares? Let's just go to the, the scorecard. No, but I'm like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, Gives a shit. 53, Warner. Duck for Smudge. Sean Abbott, 54. Alex Carey, there you go. He's back. Um, right. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Back on this. I know it's boring, but Duckworth... I'm so loving it. Stern initiated basically like a slight change in the calculations to recognise that teams that would be batting second would obviously be scoring at a different rate than teams who are batting first because they're chasing a total. There were some calculations made to nice differentiate the two innings from each other. Naughty. Yeah, he's coming in here. Naughty. Come Naughty. Oh. 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 Almost you went almost down tripped. there. Almost tripped over by Uncle Eddie. Sorry. He said, don't you trip me over, Eddie. <laughs> he almost tripped you over, didn't he? You got a pepper Pig top on? Love that. You see a Peppa Pig top, Eddie? Love Peppa Pig. Who else is on there? Rebecca Rabbit. Rebecca Rabbit's on there. Is she part of Peppa's world? Oh, sorry. Yeah, she's eating a carrot. Are you serious? Yeah. Love that. Um, Rabbits love carrots. They do. Yeah. Oh, your shoes come off. That's all right. You can take your other one off if you want. Oh. That's living. See you later. Isn't that living? Just kicking the shoes off. Love that. They're fun little shoes. Yeah. All gone. Um, so. Have we thanked KO? Yeah. When we talk, thanks for the Cricket World Cup. Thanks to good friends at KO. All games, live and ad free during play. Every single KO. game. Every single ball. Listen, if you love the nation, you love your cricket. Unmissable. 
Big doubt, but I mate, Spencer also, Johnson. Also, I think I, I think India's okay in terms of time zone. Yeah, I think it's not too bad. Which yeah, is well, I'm trying better. to remember when they were, when we played them earlier this year. They were all right. Shubman Gill, 104. This is what and yeah, this is the I are 105. Coley hasn't been playing in these first two games, and I think they've had another couple players like their starters that are out. Right, so we're they're playing. Good. They're looking very good. Yeah, I'd have 72 not. And they're at home. 13 not. So the, I think the game last night started at 6 p.m. Yeah, India, so that is, they're five hours behind us. It was on last night at 6 p.m. Yeah, so it's very, very I would have nice. watched that. Very, very nice time zone, punters and dribblers. That's a beautiful time no zone. No excuses. Zero excuses. Well, there's no excuses for a multitude of reasons, right? The timing is perfect, but also coming into summer in Australia, weather's warming up. You've probably got rosé and of the big day variety. Why wouldn't you be watching it? Pour yourself a rosé and watch the boys get to work in yeah. India. David Warner has got – he got a century and a half century against South Africa, and then he's got two half centuries against India, which makes it three half centuries and a century in his last six games. Hell yeah, David Warner. Okay, that's good. That's what we need. That's what we want to see. We like that, don't we, Evie? This is the final – This is the, he's on the home stretch. Yeah. There would be something very freeing about going, you know what, I'm so close to the end. I'm just going to go out there and swing. Yeah. Much like when we get close into our marathon a year and a half ago that we're still talking about. And we we saw the finish line and we just swung. Yeah. Like Tobler did. Tobler. He swung too. He swung. Swung with the hill. It's interesting you sprinted home like that, Tobler, because we, we did a similar thing. Yeah, that's exactly how I finished. Exactly I get, right. I didn't get overtaken by a 90-year-old man on the finish line. Um, <laughs> oldest in the comp. Oldest in the comp. But he's run a fair few marathons in fairness. I saw him again in that that cocktail. It kind of rattled. I got PTSD from it. I was he, like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd run... F- 50-odd? No, it was a couple of hundred. I think it was over 100 marathons. On the Because that was on the back of his shirt. Oh, his shirt, yeah. 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 Very impressive. Speaking of marathons, Edward, we have a Ned Brockman book to give away. He gave us he gave us one each, and he gave us one extra for a dribbler. It's called Showing Up. Ned Brockman showing up, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Basically, the life and times, the memoir of the great man. Now, this is for a dribbler. Not just any dribbler, but the dribbler that finished smack bang in the middle of dribblers that finished the marathon. I believe off the top of the dome, Tobler, the dribbler that came 265th. I believe so, mm-hmm. yeah. I believe that's the number. 265th. 529 dribblers finished the race or 528 dribblers finished the race huge fucking huge <laughs> from huge. the quickest dribbler who i think ran a 2030 or something like that to the slowest dribbler who did seven hours four minutes well fucking done mm. 10 of you couldn't make it to the finish line better luck 50 next of year you didn't show up 52 <laughs> didn't show up now I know one of you was there on the day with his missus and you'd fucking blown out your Achilles and now, so your missus was running. So that was like, That's there's there's on. one. I think if I can just finger the wind at Tom, I reckon some dribblers signed up pissed and then as I got closer and they'd done no training, go, fuck it. Yeah. Not that. It's not my racket. Maybe you can write horrible wrongs and do it next year to those 52 that didn't make the start line. If you had half-decent excuses, whatever, but I don't reckon many of you would. Who cares? 528 finish, though. That is ridiculous. Yep. 
Love that out of the punter and the dribbler. Love it out of the goers. The winner of the book, Mr. 629 is, or 625. Thomas. No, 235. <laughs> 235. Whatever, they cut the finish halfway. Yeah, Thomas. The one that got exactly halfway. Thomas Faminga. Thomas Faminga. Faminga. Ran a four hours, 37 and 35 seconds. There you go. Four hours, 37, 35 was exactly halfway between everyone. Well done. You've won this book. Email turbo at hellosport.com.au and you will get a prize. And it's signed by Ned. Now, obviously, he didn't sign your name because he didn't know who you were, but it is I'm not going to read out. There's a nice message on there for you. Also, if you are looking for your Goers Run shirt and you weren't able to get it, also, if you didn't fucking run, don't ask for it. Shame on you. As in, like, if you didn't shut the start line, I didn't get my shirt. Shame on you. We'll be checking. I've got a list. Now, if you... Didn't get a shirt and you want it. We are getting two boxes sent to us. Email turbo at hellosport.com.au. We'll try and make it happen. Apparently, there was a fuck up with sizes. Listen, it is what it is. I apologize for that, but we were not in control of that side of things. You don't get it when Hello Sport's doing the merch. <laughs> you never get that. You, get, you get results. You get results. Every time. Uh, anyway, last thing before we go, Edward. If you haven't listened to the Ben Teo chat on SEN last week, it just came out on our YouTubes and our Spotify's today. Uh, it's one of my favourites. It's fucking true. It's actually true. one of my favourites. Go it's read the comments on YouTube. You'll, you'll get the drift. Everyone's like, brah, this is the greatest interview of all time. I haven't even seen the comments Oh, on people are fucking oh, bulls really? touching themselves? Them. Yes, Flicking bro. themselves? Flicking and rubbing. Yeah. Flicking and rubbing. Ben Teo's such a mad cunt, right? He flew down from Queensland just for the yarn. And then he's just like kicked it around Sydney for a fucking couple hours and flew back home. Oh, what a man. Yeah. Good man. Huge man as well. Huge man, good man. Huge man, big man, thick man, man of presence, man of probably, substance. Probably going to be like the next big thing in coaching in like the next 10 years. But also, so like, but know, also a spinner of yarn. Spinner Tom. of yarn, played the game at the highest level, won comps, played rugby union at the highest level, played British and Irish Lions, but has some yarns in him. SEN this week, we've got the great and powerful Harry Garside. Now, we've had Harry on. I think Harry's on the start of the year. Yeah. Fuck loads has gone on for Harry in between the last time he's been on Between Drinks. Yeah, fair bit. Fair bit. And it's, it was Safe good to, have to say on. there's a fair bit that's happened. Fair bit going on. Harry's a good man. He's a good fucking man. And he's a, he's a, he's a hard-working athlete, and he's chasing gold at the Olympics. Oh, you mean gold, gold, gold for the nation? Gold for the nation. We've never won gold in the boxing, and he's having a real red-up fucking crack at it. It's been good to have him. It was good to have him back on, have a chat. Um, that is on SCN Tuesday night, eight PM, and then it'll be back on to the uh, the podcast and the YouTube's as per usual. Um, we've got another Huge big guess. name Australian boxer coming up uh, that you may have heard of. His name rhymes with Tim Zoo. Uh, that'll be in a couple of weeks. Does it rhyme with Tim Zoo? Yeah, I think it does. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it does rhyme with Tim Zoo. I think so. Okay. I'm not a big rhyme guy, but I think it rhymes with no, Tim Zoo. No, I, so. I think you're right. A couple of weeks' time. So, a couple of fucking bulls. A couple of bulls. Aussie boxers. Yeah. Coming up just to fill the lobes with baby. Put them up, bruh. Put them up. Anyway, that's us. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>